What's good, fam? Josh Coker here, aka Josh in his prime. You know what it is. Coming back at you with another episode of the Meta Myth, the channel, the series that helps you write stories that will resonate with your readers. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the basic components, the key elements, the critical parts of a story, particularly of a fiction story. And I think you're really going to get a lot of value out of this. It's going to clear some things up. And just to give you some preamble to this too, you know, when I started my writer's journey over a decade ago, I bought so many books on writing I bought books about dialogue and setting and plot and all of these different things. But the the most frustrating thing, there were two frustrating things. One is that they never really spoke about how all these things come together. It was always like one is separate from all the others. And two, it never really addressed none of these books ever really addressed how, uh, like what is the X factor? And the, the reason what I came to find after many years of struggle, what I found out is that it's because none of those things in solidarity make or break a story. As a matter of fact, some of those things, um, people focus on and they, they're, they're missing the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is the metamyth. So um, in this very quick episode, you're going to get some very fundamental elementary information. You may think that, but if you focus on these items and, and you continue down the road of listening to this series, you're going to get a master's class in storytelling. And for those of you who follow other great writers like Stephen King, George R. R. Martin, uh, Dan Brown, J.K. Rowling, Stephanie Myers, what you will find is that they all, they may not say it exactly how I do, but they all basically use the same approach. They all focus on these same elements. And, you know, unlike me, I don't want you to take over a decade to figure this shit out. Like, I'm hoping that by me getting all this information together for you, it's going to make your life that much easier for for when you approach your story. All right, so without further ado, let's get into the episode. All right, so let's get into this. The metamyth, aka the monomyth, aka the hero's journey can be broken up into a couple foundational elements, a couple key components. So let's get into them. You have, on one hand, you have the the plot aspect of the metamyth. All of the things that happen in the story. Some of those things happen overtly, some of those things happen in subtext, but those plot elements are usually broken down into three 
distinct acts, just like in a play, you have act one, act two, act three, and then those acts can be broken down into stages, and the stages are really what I would say are the key building blocks of any great story. And then from the stages, you have steps, and within the steps, you have scenes, and within the scenes, you have beats and then transactions. So that's kind of, if you were thinking about it as, as like Google Earth, right? The acts were, are so large, it's like looking at the Earth from space, and you just see the continents. And then you zoom in a little bit, and now you can see the countries, and then more and more and more until you get all the way down to street level. That's the granularity I just gave you. And that's how, in my mind, that's, that's what makes the most sense. So that's the plot side. On the character side, you have what's called archetypes. And I've spoken about this in several other episodes on my YouTube channel, but depending on when you're catching this, if you've watched my YouTube channel, or if you're just coming into the podcast, I may, you know, you may not have come across anything like that yet. So an archetype is, uh, in the most basic form, it is a character that is easily recognizable and identifiable for anybody um, due to their psychological and thematic significance to the story. And I'm not going to go in depth, but the mentor figure is an example of a archetype that we see in several different stories. And their psychological and thematic role are the same in every single story. How, they, how their persona plays out, what, what their quirks are, how they look like, that's all dependent on the story and the writer and has nothing to do with the archetype. But when it comes to their thematic role and their psychological function, uh, it's the same. You also have the hero, the shadow, the trickster, the shapeshifter, and the list goes on and on. If we're looking at the metamyth, you have some advanced advanced options when you're looking at the difference between a role archetype and a stage archetype and you also have things that aren't usually addressed in the the classic monomyth which which are characters like the puppeteer and the frog or the innocent and we'll discuss those in later videos now if you look at those two key aspects of the meta myth you could, you could also say that that is the outer journey and the inner journey. The plot aspect is the outer journey. Those are all the things that happen to the hero, all the actions that the hero goes through. And then the inner journey is all the things psychologically that are going on in the hero's world and throughout the theme. And so... Um, you have to, this is, this is a little bit more advanced, but I, I think it's appropriate in, in articulating this thought. Basically, all of the characters in your story are psychological elements that help the audience understand the theme. And the theme is what I would say is the third 
key element to the to storytelling. Um, and ultimately, for those of you who are new to to writing and stuff like that, essentially, in like layman's terms, the theme is the lesson of the story. How can your audience apply what happened to the hero, hero and everything that happened in the journey, how can they apply that to their own life? And so the theme, in my opinion, is one of the most important things. It's the foundation of the entire story. Because if you don't have a good theme or you haven't thought it out, then your story can be all over the place. Your characters don't really know what they're supposed to be doing. And I mean that from a thematic point of view. Um, and this is often where writers end up going off the rails and the story doesn't make sense. It, it's not cohesive at all. So having a strong theme. For those of you that have taken any of my courses or read any of my books, there's there's also, I delineate, um, there are two major types of themes. You have the individual theme and then the societal theme. And the best way I can explain this without going too far into the weeds is you have um, fairy tales. Most fairy tales have an individual theme. It's a lesson that can be learned by anyone and applied in their day-to-day -day life. And it really, it really does help the individual. A societal theme, however, is uh, like a mantra or... Uh, call to action, a call to arms for a society on how the society as a whole should function. So if only one person is taking that, that thematic lesson to heart, then it doesn't really work. But if the society as a whole takes it to heart, then we could see some real change. And so most mythologies would have both because mythology, the big difference between mythology and fairy tales is that fairy tales are more individualistic, they're smaller, and whereas mythologies are more societal based. They're larger, they're grander in scope, and they're there. The whole point of storytelling, of, of mythology, going back to the to oldest stories in time, is basically to educate people in society on how to live in society revitalize it and make it so that the human race continues and that we can all live together not necessarily in peace and harmony but in a manner in which that will prolong the human race and and hopefully um in a positive way so uh so we talked about there's the inner journey the outer journey the plot structure, we talked about the acts, the stages, we talked about the archetypes. And there, there are a couple other smaller items, but when it comes down to it, that's really what you're looking at. Those, these are the key elements that you have to incorporate in a story in order for it to function properly and work. And and also later on, we'll probably at some point talk about having um, what's called a, a standard, a commercial fiction standard, okay? Um, and to tell you the truth, the commercial fiction standard is essentially the 
mythic standard. And what I mean by that is the stories that are the most widely accepted and received throughout history have been mythical stories. And those that follow that standard or that structure are most likely to be perpetuated. And the things that are most likely to be perpetuated are also most likely to be purchased or bought. This is why we see many blockbusters in several different medias whether it's film, whether it's books, whether it's video games, you, you might even say poems or music, you will find that they follow a mythical format. And that is because humans have an instinct almost, if you will, for how they like to receive, accept, regurgitate and understand information and it is the mythic structure so hopefully that helps and i would say that pretty much wraps it up for this episode all right ladies and gentlemen hopefully you found that information to be helpful and if you did Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you are coming out of this episode and saying, Josh, that was great information, but man, I, I have questions. Go ahead and send me those questions. It depends on what platform you're using, uh, you know, iTunes versus Anchor versus all the other different podcasts out there, they're, they're, each one is going to have its own weird way of letting you send in questions, but go ahead and send in your questions. Let me know what they are. You can also find a lot of information um, on my YouTube channel, which is actually called Polymathics. Well, actually, I mean, this one is called Polymathics too. Um, you can find information at www.story-ninjas.com. That's where uh, the company that I helped co-found, that's where we put all of our products and information. And then also there will be contact forms like if you want to contact through there. But uh, go ahead, ask those questions. We're going to continue down this series and we're going to discuss in detail all those things, the acts. We're going to talk about each act. We're going to break those down into all the different stages, into all the different steps, into all the different, we, we're not going to go to transactions, but we're going to go down and down and down and get granular. And then also, we're going to talk about the archetypes. We're going to talk about the classic archetypes. We're going to talk about the, the more modern archetypes. And we're going to talk about sub archetypes to a, an extent. Again, you know, I'm going to try to get as granular as I can and give you guys some examples so that um, I'm teaching you how to fish. And so even though I can't spoon feed all the information, it should be enough that you can understand my way of thinking and how I, once you understand how I got to a certain mindset or, or thought process, then you can you know, you'll be able to look at a hero and say, okay, the, the shadow version of the classic hero would be the anti-hero. And the, you know, you have the everyman hero and the kingly hero, and you have a redemptive hero and you have a tragic hero. Like, how do we get to all those things? 
we're going to explain that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that about does it for this episode. Once again, if you if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe, give it a like, uh, and just stay tuned for more great information. Till next time, take it easy.